0: in modern society where something will always be beeping somewhere in your house and you're not going to know where it's coming from or what it is <laughs> used really to always weird. be used to always be a fire alarm giving you a false message of doom now doom and gloom. it's very different now it's um you know just something that's run out of batteries wants to let you know before it dies i know it's that's you know that's really if we all had a monitor like that on our bodies. You know? It would start when you're about 34. Where you start whining. Is that what whining is?
1: Yeah, right. That's actually pretty funny. That's a that's a triple banger right then and there, sir. Um, that's what that is. Yeah, I mean this this is that's is the have preamble. preamble. This is the that preamble for the scene And we also have this um, we have this thing. Or like Kate was like, the freezer isn't closed. That's what the alarm is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I said, no, it's closed. So I checked that. And then she goes, it has a separate alarm. Now, I know that it does not have a separate alarm. Okay. Yeah. I don't know a lot about appliances. I'm not a guy who sort of studies. You're not an appliance wizard. Is that what you're saying? I'm no apply-wiz, which is what they call <laughs> Uh No, I, I just, you know, I, I only know so much about the whole thing. So... But I know that it doesn't have a separate alarm. I just know that. But rather than get into the, you know, it doesn't, I just sort of say, okay, we'll try and close it then. And then she does, and then it beeps again, and there's no, you're right, TJ. Or, okay, yeah, no, you're right. There's just, open the door and see if it's in the hallway. And it's like, and also, I had turned off the alarm. That's how sure I was that she was wrong. I said, I turned off the alarm. She said that the freezer has a separate Alarm and in my mind, I'm like, well then how do I turn that alarm off? Because there's only one alarm button. But you're you're absolutely right. It's just all of the technology just sucks this time away for you. Now I have an alarm that I bought
0: that warns me if other alarms are about to go off. About to go off, yeah. And then you pre-warning alarm.
1: You had to buy a second alarm to tell you that goes off when that pre alarm is losing battery. Yeah, some
0: people say I'm overzealous, but you know what? I can only be me. I can I only say I, it's, uh, I, for the I hell my- of it. I'm a zealot.
1: You know, yeah. if I, no, no, I, I truly believe that if that's wrong. God damn it. I don't want to be right. That's all but I'm if, saying. If we didn't know if it had been coming from the apartment next to us, it would have been a disaster because they're not home. They fled to Memphis, Tennessee to get away from all this stuff.
0: Right.
1: Right. And so it really would have been kind of a, a bit of a bummer. Hold on one second. Because we wouldn't it would be able to a, get, it would have been an unmitigated disaster. disaster. We, Is that what you're saying? Absolutely, it would. There's no way that we could get into their apartment, so it just would have kept beeping. So thank God it was a hallway smoke and carbon detector, and uh, and I'm tall enough to sort of grab it and take it off of there, and you know we'll replace the batteries and hopefully that works, or we just set a fire to the building, have the fire department come, and and then you get a real alarm.
0: Out. Yeah, and when they say it was a six-alarm fire, it was actually seven because there was a little beeping happening before it went You off. know what
1: actually happened is I went down there and uh, four of the five alarms were chilly. Yeah. There was a four-alarm <laughs> chilly down there. And then the final, the fifth alarm was a smoke detector. Right. You know, I was just thinking about that. You know, nobody's nobody's touting the five-alarm chilly anymore. And no. they should. And then why, why aren't we using... Um, well, we put on the man. We put a man on the moon, and we can't. I love that. I just think that's so. My, my, my friends have a great joke about that. Nothing's
0: is, changed. It's still 1969. We put a man on the moon, and that's what we go to when we're trying. Yeah, it's the moon. go-to. But not. If we're trying to make a point. That. Yeah. Not <clears> saying that. We have
1: terraformed Mars. We have an international space station. Uh, C.J. Sullivan used to have a great joke about. He would say, um, "We put a man." Yeah. People say we put a man on the moon in a, in a bar or something. Well, we put a man on the moon and we haven't invented glasses that don't break when I throw them on the ground. (laughs) And, but it is true that we don't say enough of, and I'd like to start saying it with things that are just impossible. Like Mm -hmm. we put a man on the moon, but we can't put a dog underwater and have dogs live underwater?
0: I mean, it's well, crazy. I to, yeah. I used to have one where I was like, "We put a man on the moon, but I can't take a pill that prevents me from ever having to eat again for the rest of my life." I mean, why aren't we <laughs> We put We put a man on the moon and I can only achieve an erection
1: 3 out of 10 times. I, what's going on over here? <laughs> um we put it so- We put a man on the moon, but we can't make a tiny little man get on my spoon. It's just ridiculous, you know. Wait, that one
0: I'm not sure. What? Why would? Uh, why would, would he want put to put a
1: man on the moon? Why can't I have a tiny little man that sits in my spoon? <laughs> and when I try to eat uh, cereal, he uh-huh. kind of scoops and he makes sure there's enough uh, milk mixed with the, uh, you know, the actual cereal. We put a man on the moon, but you can't put a tiny man in my
0: spoon to help me eat cereal. Nobody ever talks about it in re- with regards to relationships. No one's ever like, we put a man on the moon, but we can't stop arguing.
1: That would be. We can't. We put then, a man on the moon,
0: but we can't stop with these resentful feelings in the middle
1: I of the think, night. I think and she comes, comes back with, you know what? You didn't put a man on the moon. All right. Just like you didn't turn off the alarm for the freezer, mister. I like when women call you, Mr. You listen here, Mr. That's such a throwback to mothers, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You listen here, Mr. Um, but you know what I, I, I do? Do conspiracy theorists ever go? I mean, we put a man on the moon, but we can't prove that putting a man on the moon was a conspiracy that was shot by Stanley Kubrick. I mean we I like that one.
0: we put a man on the moon but we can't prove that we never put a man on the moon? Well, there's a good question. What do people say who don't believe we actually put a man on the moon? Do they say we didn't put a man on the moon? Maybe so that's maybe why it, I can't maybe get a pill that stops me from ever being hungry or needing to eat again? Maybe
1: uh maybe it's because maybe it works the opposite way. Um <laughs> that's so funny. The conspiracy theory is making. Yeah, loud. I mean, if
0: if the, for those um, that no, they didn't put a man on the moon, what do they have to go to? What do they I, even th- say? No, I think I think
1: they say, "Look, we didn't put a man on the yeah, moon, so of course, problem. so yeah. of course, we keep having these resentful arguments." Yeah. Okay. But, hey, but, you know what? We never actually put a man on the moon, so we are never actually going to put a tiny man in your spoon. But maybe who they can help you from, with portion control. But maybe they go zero.
0: They go. They must go something to. Previous to that, they might be like, we invented the Model T Ford and yet we can't stop arguing? What
1: about the people that are like, there was no Model T Ford. We have no proof of it. You know, the Holocaust was a sham, but we never put a man on the moon. Maybe they just put conspiracies together. (laughs) It's like, we we didn't put a man on the moon, but we can't prove that there's no such thing as quantum physics.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean, these are. You know what? This is you a lot. Put a man on the moon, but vaccines are, are are creating
1: autism. I mean, what is going on here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They just are trapped in that hole of it all.
0: I am surprised that we were able to put a man it, to, to take it to a more serious thing. I am surprised we were able to put a man on the moon and we're not able to get along. Um, we have not figured out after thousands of years to get along as a species. You know, my son brought up something. He was like, "Why do we all have different languages, but we agree yeah. on numbers? Why can't we just have the same language?" Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense that we don't. This? Hmm? Which of your sons? Um, I'm having a hard time remembering. <laughs>
1: that's pretty great. Yeah. no, it's a good. That's a really, really good point. I think because I think it was, was when actually. I think it was Win. Numbers are so concrete, win for the win. I think numbers are so concrete that um, uh, they don't bring anything else really to the table. You know, this is one, this is two, together there are three.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But language has so much more to do about personality and culture. And, you know, if you told Italians to speak English the way that they speak Italian, it just doesn't, it wouldn't
0: work, you know. But it's a good point. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we are able to agree on numbers as a society. Isn't it time we agree on a language and shouldn't it, it be English? <laughs> English. And, and shouldn't it be English? English? And shouldn't it be English? Shouldn't it
1: be English? It just become Swedish. I think, uh, it's headed that way with English. I mean, you know, you look at, you look at, Norway, you look at all the places that I tour to and speak English and they understand it, whether it's Paris, France, or anywhere in Scandinavia, I was going to do shows before this pandemic totally destroyed the world. Um, I was going to do shows in, um, in Spain, you know, and in, uh, Hungary. So that's how many people understand English, but you know, you go to India, and people don't really speak English for the most part, you know, because they just don't have the education or the media to learn it. So there's parts of the world that I don't think are ever. But I think Europe and and then in China they speak English, you know. But in in Japan, fair amount of people speak English, but they kind of you know they kind of don't. Arabic's really hard. I think a lot of us went different directions with how to speak and write, and it's hard to kind of all congregate together on one thing. But English. It's not just that America was such a dominant force culturally. uh, It's also because um, English is one of the easiest languages to learn. It's an easy language to learn. Did you hear I ended that sentence as if it was some epic thing? I even leaned back. I went, because English is an easy language to learn. (laughs) There's nothing to be taken from that. It was not particularly impressive. It was not... It made it sound like it was a point no one had ever heard. Yeah. Uh, and I just came up with, but it's not. And I think a lot of people know it. So uh, maybe. one you know, of
0: my frustrations. This, but um, there are 12 hours in the day. In a day. Yeah. And then you lean back as if. A lot of people don't think about this, but uh, salsa can be spicy. And then you just lean back as if I made my case. And
1: chili can have up to five alarms. Ah! And ah! I scene. he fell over, backwards over your chair. I just
0: leaned too far back. <laughs> and scene.
1: We never say uh, it's any other kind of this eats that world. It's always mm-hmm. a dog eats dog world. It's never a murder hornets eats bees world.
0: Well, except for well, except for the A C D C classic, uh, Dog Eat Dog, Eat Cat Too. Really? Fish Eat Frog and I Eat You. Yeah. One I of my said, favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah one of favorite. It's a dog eat dog. Eat cat too. Fish <laughs> eat frog, and I eat you. Oh my God. What's yeah. the name of the song? Uh, it's called Dog Eat Dog. Pulling it up. If a dog has a day, it's a that's a great song. That's, 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 um, you got it up there? You got it? Yo, I got it. Let There Be Rock from the 1970 yeah. album, Let There Be Rock. It's yep, let be rock. with Dog Eat Dog. Yeah, listen to the start. Listen to the start of it. This is, a, this is the best rock band of all time. Come on, listen. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing uh isn't that the best really happy about that one um you know what
1: let's do a classic It added a lot to my life musically a Thanks, lot of people buddy. disagree with me but uh i that's that's my opinion i'm sticking to it Let's do a a tasty hot pod. What do you think? I wonder if a criminal has ever been investigated. (laughs) At the end of it, he kind of messed it up. He goes, hey, listen, that's my story, and I'm willing not
0: to stick to it. (laughs) Depending on what my lawyer advises, I'm willing to not stick to it. Right? Right. It's dog, eat dog. Dog, eat cat, too. It's fish, fish And I eat you. Eat me, it's great. Let's do a classic pot. I was thinking, uh, you ready? I would love to. I don't need any explanation here. Eat, Fish, eat. Eat no,
1: no, you don't. You do not go falsetto on it. You gotta say. Can I
0: hate you.
1: <laughs> you can't help it. It escapes your body like burps from a burp farmer's son. That's me. <laughs> uh, it's a. You just go. Hey, look. I, I know you're upset. I know you think I haven't been pulling my weight in this relationship, but. It's a dog, eat dog, and uh, eat cat, too. And it's a fish, eat frog, and I eat you. So let's go upstairs, and I'll give you some
0: cunning lingus. And then you lean back. That's right. All right. We're going to start the episode. It's self-explanatory. Here it goes. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour.
1: Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In
0: with TJ Miller. Welcome (laughs) Welcome back to Cashing In. I'm Cash Levy, and I am here... Getting ready to do a virtual haircut. I uh, There's some things that happened during the quarantine that I really enjoyed, and one of them was virtual haircuts. Um, when you're me and you have the kind of head of hair that I have, it's nice to get a haircut once in a while, but I prefer to do it virtually where no one's leaning over, breathing in my face, having crazy conversations with me. I'm not the kind of guy that likes to go to a barber shop, so that's one silver lining that came out of the uh came out of the quarantine so i'm gonna i'm, I'm kind of logging in here and i'm calling virtual haircuts are us and uh hey there how you doing hi
1: virtual haircuts are us.com we also have a gov. just letting you know uh this is going to be 135 dollars a minute we have to say that up front this wow, that's, is, that
0: seems pretty affordable
1: be a yep. dominatrix, a uh, virtual dominatrix line. We were able to change the Doname name. We actually partnered with the uh, parents. Do name? Is, it school, or is it a donation or a domain? Schoolingrus.com. So we're part, that's our sister organization. Okay. Uh, my name is Polina and I am a man. So let's get those two things out of the way. Okay. Okay. And I will be your haircutter, mm-hmm. Your wrist, hair I guess. I don't style, I cut. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> lastly, I guess... Uh, what was the
0: first that, thing? What wait, was the first thing?
1: Don't mind me if I get a little snippy. <laughs> That's just a little joke. <laughs> turn out each and every one of my, my virtual haircut sessions. Kind of, it's,
0: it's not so much an icebreaker. It's more of a hairbreaker, a hair cutter, right? That line. A hair no, snippy. No. No. Okay. I would say no. Okay. Well, it's great. You know what? You look familiar it, now it, that, it, that we're I'm kind it, of...
1: Even thinking about it. No, there's, there's no such thing Not as everything. a hair
0: breaker. Yeah, no hair breakers. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. let's use all the wrong right, straight right. hair and then uh, it can crack and crumble. You know, broken hairs, we all know those. Hey, listen, I don't want to split hairs about this whole conversation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I usually say, for down yes. I, I am, the, you know what they call me, the hair pundit. That's a big nickname around the house, and I live alone. Yeah. So I sort of will, when I'm talking to myself in the third person or about myself in the third person or just talking to myself, I will sort of say, uh-oh, the hair pundit left the souffle in a little bit too long. Mm. And then I'll look at my cat, also named Polina, and say, hello, is anybody home? <laughs> it's It's been really tough for me because I've been so alone. Mm. And, uh... And I'm just glad to get this business. I mean, we charge so much a minute. I mean,
0: already I think- Really, it seemed over. like a lot. So it kind of, it's, it's, it's a bit of a bummer when you're talking this much because I kind nice of want to, to get talk. into it. It's just you nice know, to you, talk. You look kind of familiar to me. I, I kind of, if I can just look and see you on the- Oh, no, come on. I was seeing your profile, but now I can see- Wait a second. Are you- What? You, AJ? You what, what? the-, what the Who's that?
1: The, the, oh. Horton, here's the who? Gosh. TJ. Oh my God. I didn't know you were doing virtual hair. I am. And I, you know, I'm doing it as my alter ego, Polina with a cat named Polina. And it's just, it's easier for me to get into character as a sort of sassy, fun, punny sort of hairstylist. And Mm. it'll, I mean, it'll, it'll raise the hair on the back of your neck. When you see how can't, uncanny well, I am as a hair cutter. But you know what the good news is? If you get so scared that the hair raises on
0: the back of your neck, yeah. I'll shoot it right down.
1: That's how I do it. That's how yeah. I get the hair yeah. up and out of
0: Okay, I see. I see. Well, this is really so exciting. exciting. So have you ever had a virtual haircut? No, I never have. Well, it is $135 a
1: minute. Oh, so that was real. Yeah. And so we are over, we're now nearing
0: one thousand dollars you know what for that kind of money I, I i'd prefer to maybe this is a crazy you know i don't even think well i guess i'll just come out and say it you, but could you please, could you say it in falsetto well, first I did it. It? at first i said it, it in DJ, my mind
1: DJ doesn't necessarily but the hair pundit paulina
0: Kind of loves the falsetto, big, big. Okay. Fan okay. Of the, and I'm just uh, gonna come okay. out and say it because I said it first. At first, I saw it in my mind's eye, and then I said it internally, and now externally, I'm gonna say it through falsetto. Would you like to do a podcast? Oh, I love it.
1: Yes, I would. Oh, right here. Yeah, I
0: would.
1: Yeah, Polina do you want to do a podcast meow. it's a dog a eat dog. Yes to that's a yes from paulina fish well let's do it oh
0: dear now i do i love it when you well, do set out acdc dog eat dog yes it's a fish eat frog fish eat frog and i, I eat, eat you two. let's kick things off with the uh uh, we, you know, we're doing a classic episode here uh with my old friend T.J. Miller, one of my favorite guests. Pauline. Let's start it off with uh, something we like to call the Triple Banger the lightning, lightning Round. Lightning
1: round. Oh. Triple oh. Banger Lightning Round. Okay, oh. I, have, I just always have.
0: Triple Banger Lightning Round. One. 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 Uh My wife's been wearing a lot of swimsuits around the house. Yeah uh just cuz I don't like to wash her we don't like to wash our clothing very often uh is that Pauline has been wearing a lot of swimsuits around the house too and i'm not talking about this one i'm talking about the kitty cat i put her in a bikini she won't take it off um tribal lighting Run question 1 wearing swimsuits around the house lazy or sexy well i think for women it's sexy uh but for men it's lazy it's it's that's
1: yeah Yeah, I think, you know, now you live near a beach. So when you're near a beach, you, it's true. You kind of, you know, when people go on vacation to the beach, you sort of, why wear shorts when you can wear the swimsuit? Especially if it's hot, it's going to dry. So swimsuit is both shorts and a swimsuit. Shorts are less often shorts and a swimsuit. You can swim in your shorts. Yeah. But when you're wearing a swimsuit, you're always in shorts. It's just are they are they dry or are they But I don't think a woman has ever looked at a man and said, "Wow, I mean, he is something else in those swimming trunks. I wish he would wear them into bed tonight and get sand all over my feet and my legs and in every little crevice in my Yeah, boat. I
0: mean, uh, and and you know what they say? They say why wear the suit if you can get wet for free, you know? I think yeah. I didn't know that they said that. Maybe but I know. like I like if listen. If you can't stand
1: the swimsuit, get out of my changing room. I'm trying to try on this swimming suit and go back into the kitchen where you can stand the heat. I don't like the expression swim trunks. I've never liked that. Oh really? No, I'm I'm on the opposite end of that spectrum. I love swim trunks. I love slacks, and I love the term trousers. Hmm. Well, I wish we use trousers more. And I sometimes say I'm putting on my swim trousers when I wear my long legged swimsuits. <laughs> <laughs> but just, I have those long leggers. Those are uh, the long leggers. They are khaki long leggers yeah. and they are swimsuits and made out of swimsuit material. But uh, what you can do with those, it's not lazy. You go swimming, you dry them off, and then you just head to a formal event once they're dry. And sometimes yeah. even when they're not. That's why it's nice to have yeah. dark brown swimming,
0: long-legged slacks, swimming uh, slacks. I, I, I love it when, when they have uh, the advertisement quick dry on sh- on swim shorts. Uh, how quick, quick, quick? How quick? I mean, uh, I mean, what what are we basing this on? How quick are we? Are we talking about uh, in the you know from the entire uh, spectrum of time? I mean, is it how how quickly is it going to dry? I think they need to be more specific, you know, like five minutes dry or ten minutes. It, the quick dry isn't good enough for me. You know? I mean what are you I, looking there for? You I, looking I, at different hairstyles? No, I, I'm actually
1: I think it would be so funny to get a pair of those um long legged swim slacks. I, I mean I'm yeah, the I old long
0: leggers, yeah.
1: What the deal is for the old long legger swimming suits. The old one-piece swimming suit is what that's even the, called. Even
0: a long street, or even a long-sleeve shirt. I guess it would be called swimming pants. Yeah, swimming pants. But even I, I went,
1: through, I went through a period where I loved jumping into a pool fully clothed in a suit, whatever it is. You know. Listen, Being I mean, here.
0: even a robe could be considered. I think,
1: a- yeah, I think falling into the pool fully clothed is one of the funniest things you can do if you catch, your sort of. Um, comrades off guard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So if I you're in Russia,
1: love, yeah. I just loved falling into a pool in any capacity. In Russia. In Russia, when your comrades are. Yeah. yeah people would think it's really Kate, you slap. You have a, a robe on. And then I did have my mother in law sort of saying that I, I had a disgusting
0: body. That was the other mm-hmm. uh, side. When you have a robe on, that's and you fall in the water, that's a one piece. That's what that is. Yeah. I think so. It's a one piece. If you have it uh, tied on tightly enough, triple banger lightning round, question two, question Ooh, two. so uh, fun. I'm going to use never thought I'd be on this podcast. Yeah, so. I know. This is great. And, you know, for the kind of money I'm spending, this is going to be well worth it. Let okay. me tell you. It's Paulina's dream, and I'd say it's mine too.
1: I have a cat that has the same name as me. <laughs> ah,
0: who oh, no! knew? No one else is here. Uh, I'm going to use a question someone sent me because I think it's a better triple banger than a masker's. It's by Thomas. H a u g e n. How would you pronounce that? Hagen. Hagen. And sometimes Hagen they say, "Hey
1: Thomas, can you scoot over? You're last naming the seat. You're <laughs> your last naming the seat. You're Hagen, okay? Right. Quit hogging the popcorn, Thomas. That's what they used to call him. They used to call him Hagen Thomas because he would always eat all the popcorn. Thomas, quit." Last, quit
0: your last naming the popcorn. So here it is: trembling lightning round. Question two. Question two. Better saying for quote: I'm tired. I better hit the hay. I'm pooped, or I'm plum tuckered. Do you think Humphrey Bogart
1: ever had a tough time smoking weed with people? Because if he smoked a little too long, they'd say, "Hey man, don't Bogart my joint. Don't your last name my joint."
0: It's possible. Yeah, just like uh, I am. plum and- um, Tuckered out. Yeah.
1: I love that. Right? Any tuckered no. out. I tuckered out is great. Because if you're saying I'm tuckered out, you're kind of also implying, does anybody want to tuck me in?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And,
1: and that's a very kind of coy sexy way to say who wants to have their fucking dick suck so hard that they have to pull their sheets out of their own asshole. That's what I'll say when I say. You know, I'd I'd like to. Does anybody want to tuck me in? Yeah, I didn't see it going that way. I uh, does anybody want to come upstairs, read me a bedtime story? That means I'm going to suck your dick so hard your balls are going to come out of the front of it. Really startled me. Yeah, that that part of to the have story. To, yeah. Have to use those like those Japanese ring balls that you just move around in your hand. Um. <laughs> anybody want to tuck me in? I have another one where it's like. You know, does anybody want to read me a bedtime story? I also have one that I really like, which is like, oh, I can't. Would somebody come in and plug in my nightlight? And that means just bathe me in urine, just urinate all over me and push me, push me around and and make me, you know, make me sit on the, the bedside table and slap me with a magazine and then just pour Topo Chico all over my dick and let it fizzle and burn because there's hot sauce in the Topo Chico. And that's my kind of code word for that is, can anyone help me plug in my nightlight? Mm, okay. And yeah. then I have one last one, which is, <clears throat> who wants to get their dick sucked so hard they're going to have to pull the sheets out of their own asshole? And that actually means, does anybody want me to tuck them in and
0: just make sure the I cover think, oh, that's the code, code for
1: tucking. Yeah, that's code. For yeah, so that's tucking. more of a 180. That's That's tucking code.
0: Yeah, okay, okay, okay. That's what, um, my, that's what my community calls it. Triple lightning around question three. Question, question three. three. Yeah. Um, uh, raisin brand, uh, with inflation, shouldn't we be up to three scoops by now?
1: I love it. And that is so timely because <clears throat> not only the pandemic, but people love raisins. I mean, I am day in, day out. I'll buy, um, this is what I'll do, I'll buy those quick-drying grapes, and so I just bring those out, and I put them on the porch, and I just let them dry down till they're raisins, and I don't even like grapes anymore. I say, if it's got juice in it, I don't want it. If it's got juice, don't let it loose. Wait till it dries, then put it between these thighs, and I do my raisin trick, which is where I put three Yeah, but you scoops- had a shirt maid that said that, didn't you? Three, yeah, I did. And and also long-legged pant trunks, swimming swimming pants. And uh, I'll put three scoops of raisins in between my thighs. And I'll say, you know, when it dries, look towards my thighs. And then I'll open my thighs up and the raisins will fall into the bran flakes, cereal pot. Not even a bowl, a pot of bran flakes, usually. And that's how I make my own raisin brand. And I wish they would, as a company, go to three scoops because then I wouldn't have to hide three scoops of raisins in between my thighs after doing my little grape rhyme, rhyme vine. Heard it through the grape vine what the grape rhyme is. And uh, I'd actually just be able to go to the store and buy it instead of buying the grapes, drying them out, hiding three scoops in between my thighs, then saying, if it's got juice, don't let it loose. When it dries, look over in between these thighs. Then open my legs. The raisins fall into a big pot of bran flakes, and I've made my signature raisin bran sort of recipe. I would love to put three scoops in and let that be the end of that. I mean, I I can't tell you the amount of time I have spent with raisins in between my thighs. I mean, I think. I just can't even preamble. It's a lot of preamble. Isn't it? I would put, I would put so I could, have, I could have learned another language. I could have learned Chinese if I spent the amount of time with raisins hidden between my thighs on trying to learn d- d- Deutsch, which mm-hmm. I didn't
0: learn that that's German. Yeah. That was pretty, pretty close to, to, to the right stuff there. Yeah. Let's move along to uh, a section we like to call uh, where were you? When where you were weren't
1: you? wherever you are now,
0: where were you? Where were you, man? Where, where, yeah.
1: where were you? Some of them I'd like to sort of redo. You know, I think you've got some great jingles, but I'm a pretty big jingle man myself. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, I'm known around Christmas to jingle all the way, not halfway, not three quarters away, but I
0: jingle all the way. And um, yeah, it's almost like, you know, uh, some people, I you know, when you they know. say everybody, we yeah. talked we've, we've talked about this, how everybody Wang Chung's sometimes, Yeah. Um, you know, you want to jingle all the way. You don't want to. Can't jingle halfway. No half measures. No half
1: measures. No, you can't jingle halfway. I mean, you've jingled halfway there. Why not go all the way? So I jingle all The way, right? No, taking it to the tweets. I've always thought that would be nice instead of taking it to the tweets. Taking it to the tweets. You know, I think it would be funny if it was like it's a taking it to the tweets world, and the fish will eat the girl, and a dog will live underwater. <laughs> and the raisins are hidden between my thighs. I don't even know. What do you think of that?
0: That's a working that's a work in progress. It's, it's a working title. It's a working title taken into to the tree. that is. We call that a work with no progress. <laughs> um well this is really more of an essential question of human nature, which uh but uh it's more of a it's a where were you and it turns into an essential question of human nature? Um I I was eating my one a day vitamin the other day and I looked on the package and it said, you're supposed to take two of those a day.
1: No, it isn't.
0: I'm serious. Now.
1: So they were sort of saying it's a once a day vitamin, not a one a day.
0: It's, it's called one a day. And I've never in the history of false advertising like why not just smash two together make life easier for us and make it make it true make, it make, a, it big, true. make it a bigger that... pill, make you know, a bigger I, pill make a bigger pill so it's just make a bigger hair. horse pill or make it stronger or just you can't call it one a day and have me be forced to do it twice a day how am i supposed to remember that,
1: that would be like calling my two dads my one single father it just doesn't make sense it doesn't and so I and I had two dads and three mothers, and about uh, I'd say forty three aunts. Yeah, uh, two and a half cousins, and I had uh, three nieces that were all one. They just we didn't know it, but for years we thought that my niece was just a very tall girl wearing a trench coat and a mustache. And then one day I I ripped open a trench coat to tickle her little belly button because I heard it was an Audi. And when I tickle an Audi, I sort of just flick the outside, just like that. Yeah. And so I ripped open the trench. There were two other nieces under there. They were all sitting on each other's shoulders.
0: Right. And you think For I would have noticed sure. when they did a three-ply cash stacker. It was almost like a three-ply cash stacker, yeah. Because, if they had uh, been eating popcorn. If they were turned eating popcorn, turned out, who I
1: thought was just the niece, the top niece – was always letting popcorn spill down into her trench coat. And I thought, that's a messy one. And isn't that going to be a strange ride on the way home? Yeah. But it was the popcorn waterfall. And yeah. so that, that was a really big, that changed a lot of things in my family. And I think also when my uncle uh, bought a, a Cerebrus, a three-headed dog, mm-hmm. a mythological creature, which guarded the gates of hell, yeah, he, he he bought one of those and people were really scared and upset that he didn't uh, rescue one, that he didn't go and actually adopt one, but that he bought it from a, a breeder. And he did. He brought it from a breeder that breeds uh, three-headed dogs, four-headed dogs, and dogs with no head at all but two tails, a tail that's in the front, <laughs> a tail in the back. And yeah. those are his two tailors, 2 tailored yeah. dogs. And, you know, I would always joke, geez, they're really (laughs) tailor-made. And then sometimes I would say they're tailor-made swiftly, you know, Taylor Swift. I I was sort of the cut-up. I was the wild card. I was the uh, jokester of the family Uh, until we found out that middle niece, the one that was around belly button height, was actually quite funny. She was very witty, a lot of wordplay, and she could... Do a lot of sleight of hand. She, had, I well, guess I in she, there, she had been practicing magic. I heard and she could be with you, was the dark arts, the dark magic. Yeah. And that came to blows when the three-headed cerebrus mythological dog guarding the gates of hell and her had it out. He bit her three times, obviously, once per head. Actually, now that I think about it, if one of the heads bit her twice, another one bit her once, and then the other one was really friendly. I think it sort of licked her wounds. But she, um, she put a dark art spell on that three-headed dog that's Cerebrus, Gates of Hell. You already heard it, and um, he he just turned into a one-headed dog, and the dog actually missed the other two heads so much that uh, it committed suicide and it went straight to hell after all the things that it had done, which was great because it was back home. So that's kind of the story of Paulina's life, starring Paulina the cat. Who came in and has become the real star of, of the show here? Um, but yeah, I have a very complicated family history.
0: Yeah, that would explain a lot. Yeah, uh, it would explain some parts of this episode, even. I yeah,
1: think. no, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. And I lot try to not to think it. But um, goddamn it. I, I missed two of the three heads of that dog. I do. I had a yeah. great time with it. The other one, though, real tooth problem. Well, I used to I used to play fetch with it and I'd throw three frisbees and sometimes they'd go in separate directions and once one of the heads just was ripped away from the body. But we had a good vet, family friend, reattached the head. I think that might have been why that dark art spell, taking those three heads and making it one was so and I begged my mother for years to get a two-tailor, one of the dogs that doesn't have a head but a second tail. And, yeah. uh, but I, my mother said, you're never going to know which way it's headed. <laughs> you just don't know what, and I thought that was funny. Cause no, unintended, Yeah, exactly. that's maybe that's where I got it from. But I, I just thought, yeah, she might be right, but she, it's true. I mean, you know, if it's walking forwards, you think, all right, well, the front of the dog is this tail and the back of the dog is this tail, but she's right. Because she said to me, what if that dog is walking backwards? What if it's moonwalking? Mm-hmm. You're just not going to know which tail to go up and pet, you know? And so I actually never got a two-tailed dog.
0: Well, the 2 tail, you know, they say the tail wags the dog. And, and when you have a two-tailed dog, it it really is even more. That dog's uh, really getting wagged. Yeah, yeah, I think I didn't even look back, back like a Much higher level. Yeah, yeah. yeah um let's do another essential question of human nature shall we sure, okay. yeah essential essentially this is essential questions of, that, human I nature. It. of human nature <laughs> like, it for me but still love it um everyone always says uh you know i like the bands i like them you know their early years you know i was talking about music i, mean, I like their early years their late stuff i didn't like so much is it is anybody ever say they just liked the late years? Does anybody ever you know? I mean Yeah, uh, like the band,
1: no years. one ever says I like their later I stuff. I hate their early stuff. I like right.
0: later. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, no, and if I'm, I'm not I guess I'm what I'm trying to say though is if no one ever says that, why bother to say I liked their early years, but not their why even bother to say it? I think it's this is one of those this is one of those, it goes without saying type phrases. Yeah,
1: I think so. I mean, I I bet there's some people that like the Beatles, I think, somewhere. But I think They're some later, people might, yeah. might say that they like the Beatles' later stuff. I'm a big believer that the BC Boys are better than the Beatles, and I do like their later stuff. I like their later stuff more than you know their first two albums. Uh, well, I like their second album a lot, but I think – I really started liking them with Ill Communication and the Hot Sauce Committee Part 2 and Hello Nasty. And those, for me, those were more dynamic, interesting. So I think there are a couple bands where that's the case. But very few bands are more than a multi-hit wonder in the sense that they can actually mature and grow as a band. And I guess you're probably asking me this question because I was in a family band for a while called Cerebris and uh, the sad two-tailed girl. And our backup singers were the three nieces. We just thought that our single niece had a great kind of harmonized voice, but it was actually two other nieces below her that were singing along with her. And um, it was, you know, it, I thought our early stuff was great. We had some of the hits. Um, it's a frog eat dog girl. You know, some of these sort of song parodies, Um, you know, we had we had one song called Along Came Betty and then there she went and I haven't heard from her in a long time and I wonder if she'll come back along, but we don't know. We haven't heard from her. We don't know where she went. Uh, we didn't really get her information, her email or anything like that, her, her phone number. And that was the entire title of the song. And I think that's where it took a turn for the worse because- we were starting to have song titles that were longer than the songs themselves. So it's just really hard to say, what's your favorite song of Cerebrus, the three headed dog, you know, that family band. And somebody says, well, I like, you can't judge a book by its cover, but if it has a cool cover, sometimes you open it up and the actual book isn't as cool as the cover. So you can't really judge a cover by its book because you don't want to think, whoa, cool cover, buy it, right? And then the book isn't good, you know? So you can't you can't judge a, a cover by the book. And that might mean the same thing. And that entire sentence I just did was the name of the song. And the song actually went like this. You can't change a book by its cover. And then someone else in the band would go, don't you mean... Uh, what was it, it go? You can't change a book by its cover, and then somebody else would go, "Don't you mean judge?" And I would say, "Stay
0: out of it, Stephen."
1: And that was it. That was just the whole song. So that the title itself was a lot longer.
0: Yeah. This was before you were doing the virtual uh, haircuts. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, that's been a more recent thing because of the pandemic, you know, Uh, before I was kind of doing virtual haircuts, I was doing a lot of other virtual stuff. I would do uh, virtual facials and I did virtual pedicures and I did virtual nipple rubs. And so a lot of these things were just, I would That's sort short, of... Tactile. I, I uh, would try tactile. But it, all these things, I would sort of pretend that the camera was... And I'm doing it right now because you can see me. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I would sort of pretend to touch the nipples. And then they would push their nipples up against the camera. And what we realized was it didn't feel good. It was weird. And for me, it was not profitable. <laughs> a lot of that stuff. It's and kind then of a a
0: triple trip whammy.
1: Yeah. And then I was doing virtual... Virtual reality. And what that was is somebody would sort of zoom me or Skype me at the time, Skype, and they would just watch me in the headset, kind of going, whoa, ah, oh no, They're, the zombies are in the kitchen. They've made their way to the kitchen. And so they couldn't see anything that was going on. But through my reactions, they would virtually kind of be doing the virtual reality. Okay. And that was the least profitable of all. You know, I lost a, a good portion of my home savings. I have work savings, yeah. but my home savings, I lost quite a bit of money on that. You lost that. your shirt on that. Yeah. I lost you my, call it your upper suit. No one no one really says this, but I lost my shirt, gained a pair of pants on that yeah. one. You know, <laughs>
0: your torso suit. Yeah. So somebody,
1: somebody sent me the old torso swimsuit. Uh, they felt bad, but no, I, I gained a pair of swimming pants on that one.
0: Yeah.
1: Are socks just sort of not great flippers? Sort of, I think they're unambitious, uh, pants underachieving flippers. Cause why don't we have socks that go all the way up to your waist? <laughs> Should we do that? Shouldn't you just put your
0: pants on one sock at a time? I like tube socks and I like them to go as high as possible. Hey, I'm like, okay, every- I'm not afraid to say it. I like, I guess what I like really is leggings. But I'm, too, <laughs> I'm, too, I'm too macho to admit it, but I like a sock that'll go past my knees.
1: Leggings.
0: So yeah. you like it all the way mid-thigh. Who cares? I like it going all the way up past my kneecap. I do. It feels good. I don't know what people are what are they doing? These little ones that just like fall into the shoe a little bit. I'm going all the way with the socks. And I've told you this: if I made a great deal of money, the first thing I do is buy a new pair of socks for every day. Because there's nothing that feels better than a new pair of socks. Well, it definitely feels good. You I have to know. work socks in. You know, you're everyone's like, I had to work in these shoes. I got to work in these work boots. Socks don't need to be worked in. They're so ready. Kind of They're out. ready to go. They're ready to go. You work them out yeah. because... They get
1: worse. They don't get better. Yeah. That's exactly right. And I am... I love that, though. I would like socks that come all the way up to your pelvis. You know, mm-hmm. they really are kind of full leggings. Yeah. And then you put a smaller sock over your genitalia. The old moose jockeys, that's what right. they call us. And then... <laughs> and then throw... I don't in, arm in a couple of tube socks, yeah. and you just have a whole sock suit. You know, you wear a sock as a tie. That's what I'm doing. I'm writing that down right now. I am going to go next Halloween as a man, cut just in a sock suit. Yeah. Uh, is a tie
0: just a poor man's scarf? What's that? A tie? This is more of a triple banger. It's a just poor a poor man's, man's scarf. scarf. That's yeah, you can't really
1: use. The tie and, but people use the scarf as a tie sometimes, but you can't do it the other way around. By the is, way, this is, is a sock just a poor man's mitten because there's no thumb hole.
0: I, a sock is a poor man's mitten. Interesting. I think it's a poor, I think it's a poor man's flipper. Because you got to stick with the swimming, and uh, you know we started the episode with swimming, and we're gonna we're gonna stick to it. All right. Well, you know, I don't swim much, but this is a very amphibian based show. Now, somebody asked me this, and I, hey, listen, I you must, hey, you must be
1: lying in the water and on land because I think you're amphibing.
0: <laughs> um. Somebody wrote me a note. We're gonna find out who it is and thank them later. But I, I think. Right now is the time to bring it up. Someone wrote me a maskers about, I think it was someone on the patron, Patreon account. Uh, and if you're interested in uh, supporting the show, go to Patreon. Uh, it, means catch the the to page. Yeah. it means a lot to us right now. But uh, we appreciate your support. We love it all man. the time. But yes, it means a lot to it's us. sort of a club within a club that goes there. And I think someone wrote me a note about ladles there. It's like yeah. when somebody's
1: clubbing a seal and you club their club to stop them from clubbing a baby seal. Yeah. yeah. That's what Patreon is for us. It's a club. Yeah, it's a clubbing within a clubbing.
0: Yeah, it really is. I, uh, I the seals. Anyway, I'll find out who it is. I can't check it right now. Without seals, don't open your peanut butter.
1: <laughs> that's an old one that I usually save till the end. Cause it doesn't make much sense. I actually do it after I'm done I, with,
0: I can't, Check it now without having my computer crash and risking losing this episode. Uh, but uh, I will say that know. someone wrote me a note saying that a real that pig. Have, in here, that's what that would be. <laughs> they sent me a note saying that uh, that uh, ladles. You know, we say everything's a ladle. That water is not a ladle and can't be a ladle. And that's how they've beaten me. Um, that's oh, how they have proven oh, I'm wrong. Shit. And and I'll tell you this. and I, I, hey, I don't know. What, what can we do with water? You can freeze it. Freeze it becomes the ultimate ladle. It becomes a real
1: deal ladle, and you can even make it an ice sculpture ladle. So sorry, buddy. What if you don't freeze it, what if you don't freeze it? But How is it a ladle if you don't freeze it? Can't say that. I mean, that would be like saying, is a coffee cup a ladle if you can only attach the handle to the liquid inside of it? Well, mm-hmm. no, of course not. But we're saying anything can be a ladle. So I think water, water itself, without you know, freezing it, you know, listen. We're the the point of it is. Yeah. Anything can be a ladle if you attach a handle to it. Water can be frozen, right. and you can attach a handle to that frozen water, and it's a ladle. So I it, think it was even it,
0: without freezing it, it
1: can be a ladle. How? I haven't really worked it way. Hey, you can call me a cornfield cause I'm all ears right now. <laughs> I know that was a corny
0: one, but I do. <laughs> oh, shucks. Go ahead. I still think water could be used. There is something that, uh, can be trapped in water where the water is, the water can be a ladle for the germs, which live in the water, which aren't as thick as the water itself. Or the molecules—they're in the water. It still can be a ladle even without freezing it. Well, I think yeah. I think that
1: person's big thing is that how do you attach a handle to water to liquid? Yeah. You know. But I think it's also we really—I thought it was—it goes without saying that I like the early stuff from whoever said this. Yeah. But uh, I think what we're talking about is objects, right? Yeah. You can't You know, it'd be very easy to say, it's basically the same thing, but fire can't be a ladle. Air can't be a ladle. Well, yeah, no shit. Guess what else can't be the ladle for that person? Their imagination. Okay. Because imagination is not a physical object. It's not an actual object. Yeah. And so, you know, I think that's where it goes. But I think think you're perfectly fine to freeze it, tease it.
0: And go ahead and appease it because. Uh. Hey, we're talking about haircuts here. I'm going to do one more. Where were you? Because this blew my mind. Um, we um, still just don't feel that comfortable having the kids get their haircuts. So we hadn't cut their hair for three and a half months or whatever.
1: Yeah, their hair looks long. It's,
0: it's insane, right? Uh, it's getting a lot
1: ridiculous. of stuff that you're posting on your Instagram that's yeah. just. Half naked pictures of your boys, and Uh, never put anything on Instagram. That is something that hair is down to their Audi belly
0: buttons. It's insane. So I can't wait to tickle them. Go ahead. So so April is so sentimental about these kids. She doesn't want to cut their hair, so I cut their hair the other day, and I just used some old scissors. And I didn't even rusty, my old, just rusty old scissors. Old rusty scissors. I didn't even, I didn't even brush out the tangles. You and just, I'm talking this, the hair was down to mid back practically. These kids really long hair. You, okay? just, you
1: just you you duct tape two rusty old knives together and made your these way did, through.
0: These kids, their hair was so long. Even like you know, I don't know, hippies would have been like, you gotta get a haircut, man. This yeah. is it's long. Okay. And how, oh, how do they look? I mean, I, I think so, I saw a video recently look good. Okay. So, so I, look I, good. Didn't, I didn't even undo the tangles. I didn't wash there. I didn't do anything that you're supposed to do. I didn't measure it or do anything with my, I just eyeballed the whole thing and their hair looks fucking awesome.
1: I mean, this and, is, this is one of the problems with society when it reopens, are you going to start
0: cutting their hair? Yeah, because it's proof. And even April was like, God, they really do. It does look pretty good. And I was, and I eyeballed the whole thing. I didn't even use a brush.
1: Well, K- uh, K-8 uh, cut my hair. Yeah,
0: haircut stuff. Now I'm not saying virtual haircuts because this has been very meaningful to me.
1: No, no. But K-8 the- cut haircut. my hair. She cut sure. my hair. I paid her to come over. And as Paulina, with a cat named Paulina, I paid her to physically cut my hair. Uh, and i I sucked her dick so hard she had to pull the fucking sheets out of her own so <laughs> I tell you what. she didn't care for it because it was sort of a vo- virtual blow job because she doesn't have a a weenie, a peeny, as I always say. But um she cut my hair and it looked good. And then I just got tired of the length. So I took a uh, a razor with sort of a number three attachment or number four attachment. And I went outside without a mirror and I just cut the back of my hair kind of right along a certain point of my neck. And she was just amazed. She goes, Oh my God, you did that without a mirror. I said, yeah, cause that's what it is. You can just eyeball it. You know what it needs to be. It looks it, this whole hair
0: industry is a sham. That's what I learned what
1: you know about that. I will say my hair looks okay, but the person that cuts my hair, she's, she's, she's pretty brilliant. She knows what
0: she's doing. Hey, we gotta get out of here pretty soon. Let's finish it up with some maskers,
1: like eighty-five percent of superheroes. This is maskers.
0: I could find a few maskers. I can't get online here. Oh, uh, I, I can do it. Oh, you know what? And I,
1: I follow all these maskers. And thank you know who I like? For, uh, I want to like thank it- Trail. They have some yeah. really gross pictures. That's one of my favorite. I mean, when I'm talking to Paulina and Paulina's talking to Paulina, I'm over here saying, yikes, girl. Um, uh, it's been one of my favorite virtual haircuts I've ever had in my life. And I don't mean to cut you off, but I got to tell you, my goodness gracious. This is a dream come true for me because I've never thought that I could do I could be a guest on your podcast as Paulina, the virtual haircutter who lives alone with a cat also named Paulina. Andrew Zach, underscore Andrew Zach writes, s'mores, worst first date food? They're messy. I don't think think they're
0: the worst date food. food. They are messy. They're so casual, and I, I, you don't want your first date to be sitting across a table uh, from somebody. I don't think it's as – I think it's a great date food because it's more active. I don't know. I like it. That's how I feel. I, get, I, I you know, I get a little bit here yeah. and there. I that really. Fire. That means you're at a campfire on your first date. That's not a bad place to be. Yeah, that's true. Or you know, you're just around fire. It doesn't have to be a campfire. Yeah. Good place. If you got to the s'mores part of the date. that's all I'm trying to say. Okay,
1: now, let's uh, take it.
0: ladies. You know what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> uh, Bert Sunbeam Sundine Ten. Who I really like. I like this stuff. His his bio is I I hate Colin and Lil Ice.
0: we mm. so really
1: Get that, but I like it. Uh, is it possible to be hooting without hollering? Mm, yeah, that's and a great I gotta one. Tell you, I think he's ahead of something here because you, well, owls, you, can you can certainly holler without hooting. Yeah. Right. Holler at me. Holler yeah. back, girl. Yeah. All that. Yeah, really holler. But who is hooting? I mean, you uh, know, just owl, owl. Owl,
0: to tell you the truth. Yeah. Just now. Um, okay. Gaviskin Nowhere writes, Is the hot and tasty pod flavor any different in the UK when compared to the U.S.? Yes. Like McDonald's. Yes, it is. It's uh, it's hot and spicy and tasty. It's very buttery. Tastes like buttery. Tastes a little more like Marmite and a little
1: more like Worcestershire sauce. Which both of those are Heinz 53rd, baby! Show me what you're working with. Um,
0: uh, Audio Braille, as long as... Yeah. Well, one more, one more from Gaviskin Nowhere. I love
1: Gaviskin Nowhere.
0: He wrote, if your elbow is the size of a grapefruit, does it still make a sound when it tingles? In the middle of a forest.
1: Uh, I'll tell you what was making a sound when my elbow was the size of grapefruit was me. I was screaming. Kate couldn't believe it. But when she saw that grapefruit, she said, we need an ambulance. (laughs) We did. Audio Braille says, as long as the pandemic is going on, is it appropriate to ask hashtag maskers about masks since one is recommended to wear one in public? Mm. I said yes, I had to relax my no questions about masks um policy because I just didn't think that, yeah, it's okay to talk about masks during yeah. this time. Yeah. And Audio yeah. Braille, I love two things. One, love your handle, Audio Braille. But what I really love, and she's so sweet. Got her profile picture. Girl, that top is fucking killing it. Love I'll yeah, give it. her a whole. Mm, she's the real deal. Just got to follow. Hello. Uh, it's Ross, maybe. Ross maybe says... Based on the exchange rate, are your Canadian fans the nine and a quarter or the 16.9ers? And uh, I'm loving that because <laughs> Cap is a 49ers fan, but I that is so funny. I think uh, maybe Ross, Ross, maybe we try to keep the 12 and a half at a constant rate, we peg that, yeah. It, yeah. we have uh, decoupled from the stock market Mm -hmm. and it's its own currency. It's its own number of human people uh, that are in, you know, Hermosa beach is not doing great. Georgie Chadwick writes is Dyson, the Elon Musk of household appliances. We might've dealt with this one, but yes, except Dyson doesn't go on Twitter high and say crazy shit and then get in deep
0: trouble. Hey, Uh, um, buddy, I think I got to get out of here, but I think can you cut? Can you finish the virtual cut here?
1: Yes. Okay. How about this, though? I'm going to take my hat off now. Zelt Rider. Yeah. What I got to tell you is Rider. a hole sour companion, P tube acrid or vagus sweet. Now, vagus sweet, I would, ass- I think that's kind of a compliment to be honest with you. And then, um, P-tube acrid. So I like that because sour, he's finding another word acrid for sour. Um, Acrid, of course, meaning having an irritatingly strong, unpleasant taste or smell. I would have gone with P-tube pungent because you've got the alliteration with the P and then pungent. But I think P-tube acrid is, is where I would head to. What are you thinking? P2 pungent, obviously, but I, I like that. I really, yeah, that's a absolutely. good one. Zeit Rider, Rider Zeit, loving it.
0: Well, as we've been talking this entire episode, and I appreciate you doing two things at once, my friend. Uh, TJ has been virtually cutting my hair. And, buddy, I think it's done. I think this
1: looks great. What do you think? I think it's looking really good. I got. I just went to Zeit Rider's... Um, He's got some great ones. Um, we already did his Susan B. Anthony, hot tamale, or the most smoking suffragette. Right, right. The second one, but he said blasting dance tunes in a graveyard, disrespectful or as hopeful as you can get. <laughs> I'd like, like to meet this person. I think that's as hopeful as you can get. Absolutely. Meow, <laughs> honey. Meow, meow for the end of the show. Meow. Just a little, just a little meow for mommy. Paulina. Paulina. Oh, she's not even in the room. I was talking to myself.